So yeah, Maddie just joined us. Hi. <laughs> Yay, Maddie. Sorry. Sorry, I have to make a living and actually work and things like it sucks. I was at work today. You know what sucks? I was at work today. Working sucks. Class sucks. I love my job though, so can't relate. I love my job. I don't know what you're doing this many. <laughs> but Negativity. the ticket office is what brought us all together. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. I feel like you need to be closer, dude. You're like really far away. I know. I'm like talking quietly. Does it sound okay? Well, there's been a lot of up and downs. (laughs) But does it sound okay? (laughs) We haven't listened. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Might just have to erase everything ever. Um, Yeah, so I think... (laughs) So I've been spending the last like three months wedding dress shopping. And I have... I have never felt like such garbage in my life. I was going to say hot garbage, but that was like the opposite of what was happening. Moist. <laughs> just like Moist. garbage, garbage. Moisty garbage. No, just emphasis on garbage, garbage squared. Um, so if anyone has never had experience with this, basically wedding dresses are made for size two, five foot 11 women who have the most perfect proportions ever. And that's not me. Hi, I'm Maddie, and I've been fat my whole life. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, this has been a lifelong struggle for me. Um, but it really got bad looking for these dresses because you're told oh, this sure. is supposed to be your most beautiful. Like, your this, this is your day. Your like your wedding dress is supposed to be like what makes you a princess for at least a day. Accentuate how you look. Yeah, right? Like, that's what it's about. It's, like, your one dress. It's supposed to be, like, you've been dreaming about it, like, everything. So it was a lot of tears, and it was a lot of frustration, and a lot of, sorry, we don't have that size. And then, on top of that, these wedding dresses... You know, you fit one size normally in dresses, and then you go to find a wedding one, and it you're six sizes above that. So mm. that's really fun to hear. So I, I think, like, <laughs> it's it's been an awful process, very much. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> just, just being told, like, oh, yeah, we have a lot of things. They're on sale, and they're gorgeous, but they only come in size two and four. Like, I, I just, I don't know many people who would be able to fit in that. Like, yeah. who looks like that? Me. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Bradley could fit in the You don't have dress. the hips or the bust, my guy. Mm. <laughs> you don't fill it out quite right. <laughs> but but I, you beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Brad is beautiful. He is. And, and I think the thing that I helped know. me <laughs> the most, if anyone else is going through this, um... It might be against tradition, but there was one dress that I did feel really good in. And I showed a picture of it to my fiancé. And he was like, that is gorgeous and you look amazing. But at the same time, you could wear anything and look like anything and I would still be 100% in love with you. Ryan! I know. (laughs) And so from that moment on when I realized, like, okay, I am doing this, like, a lot of it for him, but also a lot of it is about me. When I realized that this part of me that wanted to feel perfect and beautiful for him, like I was worrying way too much about something I didn't need to. Um, And I started to realize, like I asked my friends about their experiences. Everyone has had issues. 
Everyone had to get alterations. Everyone had to try on a million things before they found something that looked right. Like, everyone is having some of the same feelings I've had. I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. (laughs) Maybe this is like a mental processing thinking that I need to change. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to feel good. I want to feel good. And no matter how I look that day, like, I'm still getting to marry the man of my dreams. Mm-hmm. Like that's and that's what the day is about. Like yeah, there's going to be pictures and stuff, but it's about the 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 marriage part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so over the wedding part. Just get to the marriage. <laughs> wedding. Well, I think wedding's hard. It makes yeah. it's very it's it gets you very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult day. I think you brought up like a good point though for like anybody who's struggling with this. Like you talked about those sweet things that Ryan said to you and how that made you feel, you know? I think Anybody who struggles with this needs to realize the people out there around that make them feel good. Get rid of the people who don't make you feel good. Yeah. Like, it's not doing anybody any good. Get rid of the magazines. <laughs> the magazines, If you yes. need to, get rid of Instagram. The yeah. media. Get oh, rid I've of it. Oh, I've unfollowed people because I've compared myself totally. to Totally. I have, too. I'm like... I totally have, yeah, too. Yeah, you're beautiful. Like, my whole family follows you. Like, we all love you. Nothing personal, girl. But you're making me think bad things about myself, so it's not worth that to go. I have had to throw away a lot of magazines because of that. Yeah. Like I started collecting bridal magazines, and all that is is just like expensive, beautiful girls, and it's not healthy. Yeah. Because then anything realistic looks so bad compared to them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sorry, I don't live in this fantasy world. Where I look like yeah. I've been airbrushed my entire life. <laughs> but. Can't all look like me. Yeah. Well, I was just about to ask Bradley, like, who does your hair? From a, yeah, <laughs> who that, does was, my hair? that was the first question. Who, who are you hair? wearing? <laughs> Second question is just like a male's perspective, like mm-hmm. with this part of body, body image. I mean, this is a gay male, but I guess. <laughs> So it's I have helpful. the perfect. You do. You you festive all worlds. I yeah. Growing up, I was always invited by my friends to go dress shopping with them. Mm-hmm. Um, like because, prom dresses. Yeah, prom dresses, whatever it may be, because they trusted my opinion because I was honest with them. Queer eye for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I would tell them, no, that doesn't look good on you. Yeah. Or yeah, that looks really good on you. Or I like this, but not that. I was just honest. Will you help me dress shop whenever that day comes? Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's You heard it Sorry, here first. You. you heard it here, guys. That was a, a legally binding contract. We right even here. had our hands together for that. Yeah. Okay, continue your story. Cutting Sorry. that part out. I don't want to be held anything. Stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to try to answer that question from, like, my perspective and then also from the stereotypical male perspective because there definitely is an influence from the male perspective. Mm-hmm. My perspective, I have never really cared how girls look because I haven't been interested. Yeah. Um, and I have felt personally that girls have a little bit easier time making themselves look good. It's true, At least they we have, have makeup. Makeup. They have hair products. They yeah. have clothes. Me, if I want to you look good, have you have clothes. I let the record show he does have clothes right now. They've so never good. seen me in clothes. I could be a nudist. <laughs> yeah, but I need just to like make how it clear. I wakes her for my birthday suit. <laughs> but it it is true. Like girls, if you're ugly, you can have, you have makeup accessories. If I, guys are ugly, yeah. sorry. Sorry, you gotta <laughs> have a, a whole body change. Grow a beard, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
there isn't a lot that you can do to fit the mold of being an attractive male. But also what comes with that is when you do have so many options to change yourself, you're expected to do all those things. That's true. So, like, if you have an option to get a boob job, if you don't have boobs, well, why don't you just get a boob job? Well, why why aren't you doing those things? If you have an option to wear makeup, why don't you wear a full face of makeup every day? It makes you look better. Because it, I want to sleep in the extra 10 minutes. I know. Or when you don't wear makeup, people ask you, are, are you, you tired? Sick? Are you okay? Are, are you, you tired? Why do you look like a corpse? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, so there is definitely a, a caveat to that. Yeah. So because if men it's don't true. have as many things they can do, they're not expected to do them. It is true. It's and easier. I think that is a huge reason why men typically don't worry as much about their body image. Yeah. It's because they're not expected Except to do much about it. There isn't muscles. A lot. I that would is say a big that. Thing. That would yeah. be it. The main issue with male body image is the actual physical mm-hmm. looking bigger. You're expected to be cut. Stronger. Yeah. yeah. Because you have access to that and so you are expected to do that. I think that also goes back to those gender roles that we love so much. Like, Mm -hmm. if men are expected to be this provider and protector, then they should be able to physically do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of an archaic thing. Like, well, and I think women play into this a lot, too. It's like, well, if a guy's stronger, like, I just feel smaller and he's able to protect me and I like it better when a guy's muscular just for those really dumb reasons. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not even just, like, a male thing women expect that of men too mm-hmm. just kind of kind of like how a lot of men do expect their women to be made up all the time there mm-hmm. are men who do think that like yeah. i expect when i come home at night for my wife to be made up and ready mm-hmm. like <laughs> that doesn't yeah. sound fun <laughs> it's it's bad on both ends yeah there are a lot of expectations for both sexes and we don't have pockets either I've never understood. I've heard about that. It's a conspiracy so that we have to buy purses. Yeah. It seems so absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. I'm actually wearing pants right now that I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure are women's pants. (laughs) Okay, Michael Scott. Okay. (laughs) But the pockets are so small. They're women's pants then. They're women's they're women's pants. That's it. That's That's how I knew. It's not even a question. I mean, I know they say men's like on the tag. They but, rubbed out the W's. Oh. Yeah. But because the pockets are so small, mm-hmm. I knew they're women's. Is your life worse because you don't have pockets today? Yeah. 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 I have to hold my phone. Yeah. Welcome to the world. We are given crap that like can't even work with. <laughs> what yeah. are we supposed to do with these tiny pockets or fake pockets? Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. Fake pockets. Yeah, Usually pockets. in like slacks. And then guys give us crap when, like, a girl says says to us, oh, my gosh, I love your dress. And we immediately say, oh, my gosh, thanks. It has pockets. It has pockets. Men make fun of women for that, but they don't realize what's behind it. (laughs) They don't understand the context. (laughs) (laughs) Pockets are everything. The entire fashion industry wants us to suffer. They want us to suffer with no pockets. They want us to suffer with comparisons. They want us to suffer. That's how you make money. It is. That's true. By changing these styles so fast that you have to keep buying new clothes. Mm -hmm. It's, oh my gosh. Society just has a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. Society should listen to our podcast and learn. Yeah, society. Do you think think they're listening? Society, is that you? Society. Shout out. Shout out to you if you are. Shout out to society. (laughs) 
we no, love but seriously, like concepts. spread the word. I need people to follow me. Yeah. yeah. Because I need affirmation. I'm comparing myself to everyone else. And yeah. If I don't have enough followers, I feel bad about myself. So. Yeah, me and Mallory are going to unfollow you on Facebook just because <laughs> of that now. <laughs> I will never unfollow you. No, if you start making me feel like I need to compare myself to you, then maybe I will. You should compare yourself That's to me. That's what I'm afraid of. Because <laughs> you know you can never measure up. Yeah. Okay, Brad, but for reals, can I ask you a for reals question? Yeah. Were none of these real? <laughs> no, I mean, like, they are, but... Bringing it back to the seriousness. Yes. Like, do you still, like, struggle with comparing yourself to others? And, like, is there external factors from the male perspective that weighs down on you? Yeah. I definitely do feel still a lot of pressure um, to fit this mold. And that actually reminds me of a story. (laughs) Um, here's the secret that's about here's to be. the secret this actually did happen in elementary school though I distinctly remember you know penny wars everyone knows what penny wars are right? yeah you like slide the penny to hit your knuckles no oh. that's called quarters oh. <laughs> what kind of sick masochistic childhoods did y'all what have did wars? you play Russian roulette too <laughs> like what, what no penny wars? penny wars is where you have classes you're in your class for elementary school you guys have never done this? Oh, my gosh. Penny Wars. We didn't grow up in Utah. What? <laughs> okay. Penny Wars is a fundraiser for schools where every classroom is its own team, and pennies count as positive points, but coins and dollars count as negative points. And whoever can raise the most money or the most points wins. And so, for example, if you have 25 pennies... And then someone puts a quarter in, it cancels out, you're at zero again. So you have to raise a lot of pennies. And then just like a little bit of coins or whatever. So you go out and bomb other classes and it raises a lot of of money. Because the bombs are the big bucks. So if you got a $100 bill, that's like 10,000 pennies. We love teaching children to manipulate and power struggle <laughs> but anyway we're preparing them for politics it's fine i'm so surprised you haven't heard of this no penny wars are monumental they're it they are it iconic anyway i was in fifth grade maybe sixth grade i can't quite remember sixth grade i remember <laughs> cut that out <laughs> <laughs> i remember i was in sixth grade and our classroom for some reason we were assigned to count all the money for the entire school that was a punishment That's a lot it was. What we raised do? so much money, but we were responsible for counting this. Don't they have coin stars for this? This was back in the day. Like 2000. Yeah, well, 2010. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you couldn't. Last week, hello. You couldn't use coin stars because, well, maybe you could, but you couldn't because you needed to count how many points, not how much money. So you had to count all the pennies and everything else. This is just a punishment. It was, it was one of my favorite days. I loved counting. But anyway. I remember... And he's not in accounting. Hello? <laughs> I Who would do accounting? Ew, no. Yeah, nobody would um, do accounting. But anyway... If you're smart, you would not do accounting. Okay, continue. Um, but anyway, my teacher asked, hey, I need three or four volunteers to come and help me bring um, some of the money into the classroom so that we can count it. And he specifically said, I need three or four strong boys. And for some reason... I had a lot of confidence that day. I raised my hand. Yes. Okay. Baby and Brad. he picked me. And I was, you have to understand, I was like maybe 40 pounds. 
Soaking wet. <laughs> I went to, I was in junior high and I weighed 60 pounds. I graduated under 100 pounds. You have the body type of Gumby. Okay, <laughs> I was so small. But you're and I beautiful. was adorable. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just affirming you. These are just yeah, facts. Thank you. I, yeah. I needed to know yeah. that. But anyway, I go and we take this money and we put it on a little trolley so we can push into the class. And I don't know if you knew this, but coins are effing heavy. <laughs> They're so heavy. And yeah, I didn't realize the this. <laughs> wow. And so <laughs> these other boys are like lifting them up and just putting them on the trolley. And I literally could not mm. lift up my bag. I tried so hard, and I put in all my mental energy, and I could not lift it up. And one of the boys turned to me, and he's like, why are you here? Why did you volunteer to do this? You obviously are not strong enough to lift this. Oh, no. That breaks my heart. And I remember just thinking to myself, he's right. (laughs) And just being so sad because I couldn't lift the bag of pennies. Anyway. I probably couldn't do that. No. It was, yeah. And so even from a young age, I had always been expected to be strong mm-hmm. and have to do these things that were physically exerting. And a lot of them I can't do. And that has been difficult. Yeah. So. For sure. Thanks for sharing. That was yeah. a good story. I, I do want to tell people, though, like – it does get better, um, especially if you're some of our younger listeners or, like, if it's something that's really been on you lately. Like, take these steps that we were talking about, and it can get better for you. Sometimes it just takes time to realize how beautiful you are and how great you are and your worth as a person. Like, no one comes out of the womb knowing that. Like, you're fighting it. Shut up. No, you don't, Brad. I raise my hand. <laughs> Like, you're fighting against a lot of societal pressures, family pressures, friends. Like, you're fighting against a lot. And it does get better. It gets easier. And if you need someone to tell you how great and beautiful you are, we'll do it. Hey, email us. But there is hope. (laughs) And things get just – they become less about how you look the older you get. It becomes more about things that you can control, like your tenacity, like your resilience, like your intelligence, like work on those things. Also, no one can resist someone who's funny. So be funny. (laughs) That makes so much sense. That's why everyone loves me. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. If you're making someone laugh, they have their eyes closed. So they're not looking at you. That's so true. It is. Okay. You can get anyone with that. Just be funny. Mm -hmm. Find something that you're good at. Find something that you're passionate about. And things will become less about your body and become more about you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I definitely 100% have masked my own self-image by making other people laugh. Yeah. I try so hard to make people laugh because that is how I have found that they like me and that they want to be around me. It's a great coping mechanism. And it's worked for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm naturally hilarious. So I didn't have to work that hard. But, (laughs) and I'm pretty perfect in most every way. But, practically perfect in every way. I just hope people realize how sarcastic you are. I'm not. (laughs) This is all real. Everything I say is true. This isn't a phase, Mom. (laughs) This is who I am. It's who I am. Anyway. Yeah. And if people are around you that are all about the body image don't 
be friends with them. It, you know, it's funny. Like, when I was younger, I used to think, like, well, I can't just not be friends with them. Actually, yeah, you can. Do it. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> It'll make your life so much easier. Mm-hmm. But there is hope in the world. There is hope for you. And get rid of your magazine subscriptions. Get off of Instagram for a while. It'll change your life. Yeah. Do it. For sure. People don't look at you as much as you think they do. That is true. And that takes a long time to learn. Like, people told me that in middle school and high school. I'm sure they told you guys that, too. But did you actually believe it? No. Absolutely not. Like Especially, like, when you have, like, a zit on your face. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everybody's going to look at this one zit on my face. Like, nobody freaking cares they have their own zits. Insider information. Truly, no one's looking at you. So don't even worry about it. It's not worth it. It's not. Here's my unwritten props post for today, this episode. Not defined by failures, not defined by successes. I am both. I am neither. That's what it means to be human. I think that goes along well with yes, we are human. talked about. So. And humans come in all shape and sizes, so that's just it. That's just life. Yep. Love yeah. that. Love that for us. Let's all take our own advice this week, okay? Let's try Let's to. try. Hands in. Hands in. Ready, set, go team. We're beautiful. (laughs) You are all beautiful. We're going to go eat a giant thousand calorie And we're going to go watch Mm. The Bachelor with women who put on inches of makeup on their face. And all dye their hair blonde. Oh, my gosh. I try so hard not to compare myself to The Bachelor. Literally every week. Yeah. Yeah. But but I still Anyway. I identify as Kerpa. (laughs) Okay. A secret is a story untold, and I just told it. Get told, sunset. Get told. You are beautiful. You are beautiful.